Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters. With me, Hannah McIntyre. I hope you're all well. So uh, I am answering today a email that I received from Ellen, and um, this has sent me off, Ellen. Your email in so many, well, two directions actually. <laughs> No need to overrate the mix. We'll probably end up going in several other directions. But there's two points I really want to talk to you. So uh, Ellen's message says, Okay, so I went to a Reiki healer here in Wisconsin. She talked a lot about the Pleiades as the spirits that would contact her. I was thrown for a loop and not ready to talk about life on other planets, just wanted healing. She was adamant that they are who contacts mediums and who are your spirit guides. I was put off by this, but I wanted to reach out to you and see what your thoughts are on this experience. Okay, so many thoughts. First thing I want to say is this is a pet hate of mine and I teach it to all of my Reiki students when I teach Reiki because it is so, so important 
consent. And especially in a healing scenario. So when somebody comes for Reiki healing, most of the time they are, especially when you've got a new client, let's put it that way, most of the time they are coming because they have heard that it works, their friend Sheila told them it would be amazing for them, they feel a bit apprehensive, they feel a bit, yeah, I want to feel better, I want to feel good, I'm not sure what this experience is going to be. And I believe that it's your job as the healer to create a space where they feel safe and cocooned and held. Now, I'm actually on the fence as to whether it's the Reiki or whether it's just offering somebody a space of love that transforms them. But that's another podcast. We'll talk about that another time. But for me... It's about allowing somebody into that state of vulnerability. And with all forms of mediumship, the term medium means intermediary. We are working uh, on behalf of the client and behalf of the spirit world. We are the middleman. And that means that you are supposed to come at this stuff from a space of no ego. It's not about you. Now, of course, that is really hard. It's really hard to stand up in front of a room full of people and not have your ego attack. It's really hard to, yeah, you have to have some ego. Uh, We're human. We can't be without it. That said, one of my absolute pet peeves is when someone books a Reiki treatment and somebody starts talking about the spirit world, whether that is the Pleiades or whether it's their grandmother. So let me flip reverse this for you. If you moved into the spirit world tomorrow, God forbid, but if you did, it's a possibility, it is for all of us, and you watched your loved ones on earth go through trials and tribulations and difficulties without you. You watched them hold on to damaging self-beliefs. You watched them accept less than they should. You watch them make bad decisions and poor choices and you can see the energetic impact on them. When and if they make the decision to go and receive healing, of course you're going to want to be there as part of the spirit world and get involved and help. Of course you are. But that doesn't mean you're there to communicate it means that you're there to help with the healing. And I honestly think it's really bad form when healers who should be focusing on healing start opening their mind to the spirit world and trying to make a connection so that they can showboat. And I know that that's harsh, but that is honestly how I feel. Um, Because in that scenario, are you doing it for the person that's sitting there or are you doing it because it makes you look good? riddle me that and I know I've talked about this before but let's talk quickly about the difference between psychic and mediumship mediumship is a blending with the spirit world it's the spirit world working with me me working with the spirit world and our energies become entangled for want of a better word so that we can communicate but you can work psychically and feel the spirit world around and get reasonably good information from working psychically but that's not the spirit world coming in and communicating with you and making that choice that is you seeking what energies you can feel in the space 
So of course, for example, my my nana, she's with me all the time. She's with my brother and my sister and my mum and my aunt and my uncle. She's with them all of the time too. She's with everybody. She's with her other grandchildren. She doesn't have to choose. So there's a difference between her being with me because that is what she's doing from the spirit world and her stepping forward to communicate with a medium. They're two different things. And in 12 years of doing mediumship and developing my, my senses and working intuitively and all of that, I have had two spirits come forward um, when I wasn't seeking it. And they came forward so strongly, so dramatically with such a big presence that it actually felt like the world tipped on its axes. That's the only way I can describe it to you. It was like something from inception and I couldn't deny it. That's twice. So I have a real problem with people who make that choice for somebody. Um, I now I think if the spirit world do it and the spirit world genuinely do it, then they know that it's the right time for that person. It's the right um it's the right thing for them. It won't be damaging. But like I said, that's happened twice, guys. Twice. Um, I think what happens quite often is people seek it for their own validation. And then, of course, it can be damaging. It can be damaging. Um, if you're not in the right space and the right place to hear from somebody and someone comes along and especially when you're in that state of vulnerability for healing, it's a damage. You could cause somebody a real problem. So I absolutely do not agree with that. Um, If somebody wants a mediumship reading, they will book a mediumship reading. If you are presenting yourself as a Reiki healer, then that is the service you should be offering and you should not be misrepresenting. Absolutely grinds my gear stick and again this is about having a level of professionalism just because we're working in the woo-woo doesn't mean you should be floundering around like a fish out of water and just going whatever whatever spirit are leading me because they're not if you're connecting to somebody's loved one in spirit when they've come for reiki healing you are not respecting the spirit of the person that has booked with you and it's fine to say i offer this and you might want to have this in the future but we shouldn't we shouldn't be communicating with it on the flip side if you are going to a reiki healer and you i know ellen you weren't but if you are going to a reiki healer and you want them to make a connection with your loved one in spirit you should be going to a medium mofo not to a reiki healer and we need this professionalism and this segregation of choice and consent And when I was interviewed by Peter Breeze on his podcast the other day, um, I was talking about how much I absolutely, I really don't like people going up to, you know, when they've got this thing, and it's big in America, really, but everywhere, I think, where they go up to somebody in a supermarket and they go, oh my God, did you know you've got this person with you and you've got this and I've got to tell you this, this and that. And then they just, oh, it's all great for the camera and that person has their mind blown and then they leave and they never speak to them again. How do you know what that connection has done to somebody? The fragility and the energy that somebody is in, it's just a complete, 
lack of responsibility where's your duty of care where is it and actually do I really think you're working mediumistically or do I think you're working psychically well if I'm honest I think you're working psychically I think you're just picking up the spirits that stand with them not blending with that spirit but that's opinion and maybe sometimes you aren't or are or whatever but is it the right thing is it respectful of the person in front of you or does it just make you look like billy big balls Hmm. so there's that part now let's move in to the other part the pleiades now this is something quite interesting and of course your email was very timely ellen even though i think you sent it a couple of weeks ago but this is how long it takes me to process some of these questions so that i can yap away to you all on the podcast but when i first started working with spirit i loved all the crazy stuff i loved it i really did the more i have worked on my evidential mediumship and proof of life sorry if you can hear my tummy rumbling you're so welcome if you're in headphones i hope you enjoyed that um i've worked on proof of the continued existence proof that we carry on the more i have worked in the evidential uh, stream of energy the more i have been turned off by the 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 woo woo now this is not astrology and stuff like that i think astrology is freaking amazing it's so interesting to hear the path people have taken and how they've got to where they are and this isn't about orographs or anything like that because i still like those these are the things that are completely unprovable that have no basis like saying to somebody you lived on the pleiades for example like it sounds super cool doesn't it but what the fuck does that actually mean and what is the point what is the point um so i'm not saying the pleiadians don't exist before people email in with their what the hell are you talking about hannah i'm not saying they're not there i'm not saying they don't exist in fact i if you if i'm completely honest i don't think we should be limiting ourselves to lemuria and the pleiades i'm sure there's more out there than that in an infinite universe it's just they're the ones we've heard of so it's easier we learn how to say pleiades which is quite hard lemuria and then once we've learned that we can talk about it and we sound mystical and magical and wonderful don't we however what's the point seriously what's the point in knowing which planet you came from before you came here it can never be proven it can never be quantified it can never be i mean yeah if you want to do it for fun do it for fun sorry i'm so grumpy today i haven't had breakfast that's why my tummy's rumbling so maybe it's the fact that i'm running just on coffee but really i can't get my head around it what is the point is it so that you can uh, say to other people I came from the planet Antamarala and where I came from everybody was cats and we lived in bubbles and we were far more ascended. I mean, is it the ego thing? Is it then being able to say, but I've come to earth even though I was a Palladian. I've come to earth to help humanity, but I am better than you because I am actually Palladian. And somebody did tell me that I lived five lifetimes there. So although I'm in the low vibration of humanity, I am here to help and be your guide. <laughs> 
Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Um, but I just find stuff like this. The more I've worked in evidential, I find this stuff triggering. And it's really interesting to me. And um, I think it's about accountability. And it's it's also about what you want. Like I've had plenty of readings that have been for fun, for enjoyment, for pleasure. for And that's absolutely fine. But don't blame the rest of the mediums when you get something that's a load of poppycock if you've booked in with an interplanetary intuitive who's going to tell you you lived on Lemuria because you chose that reading (laughs) so it's just yeah I saw somebody on TikTok do a download from the Pleiades and it was just absolute shite um I really think that if the Pleiadians were talking to us they'd have a bit more to say than a recycled bit of Esther Hicks um, and the Abraham. I really think they'd have a bit more to say than that. Don't you think? Like, if they're talking interplanetary... in Like... Why would the Pleiadians come in and repeat what the Abraham are saying through Esther Hicks? Would they not have a different perspective? I don't know. Am I too grumpy? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, But I just find that, to me, it's easy to say, isn't it? It's easy to sound really, really cool. It's easy to sound like an expert when you're chucking loads of crazy lingo at people and, and... you know, words that are hard to say. Oh, for some reason, my spirit guides are singing rah, rah, Rasputin. I can just hear it in my head. Um, but it is that kind of thing of just wanting to come up with stupid words and chucking them out there so you sound really, really intelligent if you can say them properly. <laughs> so just think about that. I may have shared this story. I can never remember what I've said on the podcast or not. But when I first started working with spirit, I decided uh, to try and cheat the system. And uh, there was a lady online that did spirit guide portraits. And I was like, oh, my God, amazing. So I booked a spirit guide portrait with her and I got um, Edward uh, back and I got a whole write up about his career, his life, when, what time he lived, and a drawing of him. And that was I well, quite some time ago. And I can tell you in honesty, uh, Edward's never come through. 
He's never come through through anybody else when they've connected to my spirit guides either. Um, I've never seen him except for once in a meditation where I saw him in a garden, but he still looked like the pencil drawing I'd been sent, which I think actually chewing it over as I was this morning before I recorded this, I think that actually is spirit having a bit of a laugh with me and saying, we'll, we'll take this. If you really want to see him like this, we'll, we'll take that form, but it's, it's not real. Um, yeah. And that had a huge amount of information about him and his personality and his job and what he did. But what what was the point in knowing any of that? And none of that has ever come up. No one's ever seen that guide. He's never come in evidentially with anybody. So although it's fun and it's good to have fun with spirit and I love having fun with spirit and stuff like that. If you're in a space where you've had a spirit guide drawing and it's not a spirit guide that you've seen and you don't know what that's supposed to mean just accept that it might not be a guide you ever know in this life it might not even be a guide the trouble with those kind of things is they can't be proven in the same way that other things can if someone pulls you a tarot or an oracle card and says i know you've got questions about your work that is evidential to me i mean it's not as evidential as i've got a gran here and she died of a heart attack and her name was nora but it is evidential um but where we're just dealing with things that actually there is no way you can prove there is no way you can ever work out if there's any truth in that I think it's important to be questioning it's important to not allow that to become something that limits you in some ways I mean I was limited by the fact that I couldn't see Edward that he never came in that had five guides that I knew of that I could see in my mind's eye that I named for different aspects of things that they were helping me with um but that that one never came in never heard from no one ever connected with no one ever gave me a message from and then I thought what am I doing wrong what am I doing wrong why is it that I can't see him and and that lady could but what if she just drew a picture I mean what if he is one of my guides that I've never met but what is what is the use in this and again you know I've moved on from that time now where I had five separate guides and I think they might have all been the same spirit they might all have been me <laughs> but it is just trying to navigate that and I, so I find things like Pleiades, Lemuria it's almost like that badge of honor of I'm more spiritual than you because I can connect to these weird named places or I lived in these weird named places if we live infinite lives on no real timeline that exists because there is no time it's humans that have made it in this universe if we accept all of that um whether you do or not but we've probably all lived in the Pleiades we've probably all lived in Lemuria we've probably all lived in Azerbaijan I love saying that Eurovision thank you um but we've all lived in all like I don't know and again it's always that filter that grinds my gear stick with spiritual people where it's like certain things are more spiritual than others I'm so spiritual I wear baggy trousers I am actually wearing baggy trousers right now but that's because they're comfy but you know I'm so spiritual I do this spiritual snobbery bah I don't like it because actually if you're truly spiritual you don't judge somebody 
whether they are a drug addict, whether they are gay, whether they eat meat, whether they meditate every day or never remember to do it. You know, that's not this kind of weird hierarchy that humans love to put in things. Because surely with spirit, there is no hierarchy. If there is just the one, then what is the hierarchy? And who are we to say that a life on Pleiades or Lemuria is more spiritually enlightening than a life of a bin man? That's just an idea, isn't it? It's snobbery. It's social constructs that are going through our spirituality. Surely if you're really spiritual, you have no social constructs. Surely you accept everybody is you and everybody's on a journey and everyone's having a different experience. So, yeah. So I always have that issue with that kind of thing. Like, I love it, but I also... Oh, ow. Um, I also just accept that it is... Well, what is it? It's fun. It could be factual, but keep your kind of... Yeah, just keep your head on a little bit. And one of the things that I find with spirit guides, because I do do spirit guide readings, but it's more that the spirit guide will present in a certain way and that is the message and I don't necessarily mean that that spirit guide was a witch but that that's how that energy is presenting at the moment because that is the message so just like when you look in a crystal ball and you're working with symbology for example and you see a butterfly and then you start talking about transformation and change and shift and all of that stuff just as you're doing that It's the same with the spirit guide. It doesn't mean that the spirit guide is actually an orangutan named Frank. It just means that that's how they're presenting at the moment because they want to talk to you about the fun of swinging through the trees and hooting and sharing your voice and being beautiful and golden and sparkly with your orange fur flowing. And they want to talk to you about the enjoyment of that. And you might see Frank the orangutan as Moira the socialite. And that is, that's okay because that's different aspects of your learning and your unfoldment. I'm not saying you're wrong, but what I'm saying is we try to disempower ourselves by putting ourselves in positions where we are thinking that the people that are saying these things that can't be proven, that can't be ever... Yeah, I mean, you can't do anything really with them. You just think, you go, okay, that's my guide. That's what he looks like. Okay, I've never seen him. Um, yeah, what's okay, I lived on the Pleiades. Okay, you think that spirit guides all came from the Pleiades? Well, I think we've all been through the Pleiades because we have infinite number of lives. So at some point we've all lived over there, haven't we? At some point we've all lived on a planet where we were snakes. I don't know. Who knows what's out there? We don't know. That's the beauty of being a human because who would want to know like if you could sit in every infinite life you've ever had and experience it that not just the human ones but the actual all of the possibilities we couldn't cope with that well our computers are not programmed in our brains to be able to deal with it so what what's the point I don't know tell me what you think but I really think very very I feel very strongly if someone's coming for Reiki and they've booked for Reiki then Reiki they shall have and I feel very strongly that you should still have those readings if you want to because they're fun and enjoyable but don't allow them to become your mantra don't allow them to become the way that you live your life or that thing that you're holding on to because 
there's so much more than we are opening ourselves up to. And it's it's easy, isn't it? It'd be far easier for me to just blather out a load of did you know that you are very I watched here you go I'm going to share this with you um I had used to have guest mediums when I had a membership program online I used to have guest mediums come in and read and a guest medium came in and I was really excited about them working with us and I thought it was going to be brilliant and um they weren't and that's okay because we all have off days but what I noticed was they turned to somebody in the group and they said oh I haven't got a message for you, but I just want to say your aura is beautiful. You are, oh, you're so gold. You're so lovely. Wow. And that person went, oh, oh my God. Thank you so much because they felt really special. Was that working with spirit? I'm not saying they didn't have a golden ego. Or is it just that it makes you look good if you get a good reaction from somebody, whether it's a reaction that is based on flattery or whether it's a reaction based on mediumship or your abilities or your intuition? We could all go around and say to people, do you know how special you are? And again, that leads to separation. You're more special than other people. I don't know. Am I overthinking it? Probably. Um, But it's just, it's easier to do work like that and wow people with ridiculous places, times, flattery and things like that than it is to try and just be true, a true ambassador for the spirit world. And so you have to decide what you want and you have to decide what you're going to allow in and if I was you Ellen in absolute honesty I would never go and see that healer again um and that's they might be a brilliant healer but you don't need all you know you go to a healer because you want to process all your human stuff that you're going through and your losses and your experiences and this that and the other you don't go to a healer to have more crap piled in Uh, we're going to open up your energy and we're going to create space and then I'm going to fill it with a load of cryptic nonsense and then I'm going to send you out in the world and tell myself I've done a good job at healing you Hmm. Hmm. yeah I don't know and you and the thing is I sound really judgy but I do love stuff like that I love you know if I was at a psychic fair and there was someone doing interplanetary readings I would go for for the fun of it I would go because it's a good crack and let's go and see what's happening. But I wouldn't hang my future development upon it. Not that I think you should hold hang any of your future development on any reading from any medium ever, as you know. But, um, but certainly when you book for healing, healing you should have and nothing more. And um, anything else is just showboat to me but maybe I'm really grumpy (gasps) I think I'm quite fun but that really does I think it misrepresents the spirit world and it's just yeah permission and consent always always um and we build something from there with people and I did use this, this example when I was talking to Peter Breeze um and I think that was on his podcast, not on mine, but I'm going to say it just anyway. You don't see psychotherapists going up to people 
out and about and tapping them on the shoulder and telling them that they need therapy. So why do we think that it's okay to do it when it's the spirit world? It shouldn't be. If you booked an eye test and the, the um, optometrist wanted to look at the soles of your feet and touch you, you wouldn't be happy with that. So why do we accept stuff like that when it's the spirit world? And why are we allowing ourselves to do stuff like that when it's spirit work? We should be working as professionals. We could help the spiritual movement so much if everybody worked, working out there worked like professionals. It would make such a difference to the way that we are presented. I get so much flack online from people. Um, and you have to take it in good grace. I mean, I get that not everybody's a believer. I get that there's people that are troll out there just because that's life. But I really think it would help the movement of spirituality or whatever this is. I don't like calling it spirituality because it's, it's more than that. And less than that. It hasn't got the rules. But whatever this is... Um, we could help that so much if we just all behaved like professionals and acted like we were working with something sacred. So there we go. Let me know your thoughts. Podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.